everybody. Welcome to episode 193 of Two Legs, A Paul McCartney podcast. We're here to talk about our favorite musician in the world, Paul McCartney. And uh, as we have, as we've been doing for, for many years now, and um, I'm Tom Hunyadi. You may know me from my other show, Talk More Talk, a solo Beatles video cast. But I am here with my friend, uh, my partner in crime, my backwards traveler, and a man that uh, was very happy uh, because his uh, his football team gets to live to fight on another day, and he is Andy Nichols. Andy, my friend, what's going on? Good afternoon, partner. And to uh, <laughs> uh, throw another quip in there, many years from now would be would be yeah. the way we're doing this show, the way it's yeah. going, the way it's going mm-hmm. now. Uh, yeah, a little tired today. Very very happy Giants fan after that big win, uh, and now we're on to the Eagles. But um, yeah, it's just nice to have football back, and the Giants are relevant again. So we had some nice comments and stuff when people were in the chat. We went, uh, we dropped our last episode. So yeah, it's good to be back, and good to be back and, and doing a new show this week, which was suggested by a longtime listener and fan of ours, yes. and um, that was Mr. Kyle Hand, who I got to meet in person at the book launch for the McCartney Legacy in uh, you know, just last month. So I'm going to let my partner in crime explain what we're doing today and. Um, unless he's got any kind of news or updates for us to go over, but I think well, yeah, no, yeah, quiet, right, brother? Really? Yeah, I mean, the camp is quiet right now, so not really much uh, to talk about. Um, you know, I, I've been slowly. Um, I wouldn't say stop buying McCartney stuff because I'm always buying McCartney stuff, but I'm now, cause you know how much into the 40 pitcher sleeve 45s that I've been in. Oh, yeah. So I've been kind of trans transitioning into getting the other threes, the, the 45s from the other three camps as well. Uh, you know, and I've been uh, picking up pace on that. So that's been, that's been going, going fine. So maybe in a future episode, I'll, I'll show a few of those because again, like Paul, there's a lot of interesting foreign pitcher sleeves, you know, for from other, all three of them. The other three. Yeah, especially in, you know, in the 70s, you know. And I was going to ask you, like, obviously in the 70s, it's where we kind of saw the other markets have the different artwork because yeah. after the 70s and the 80s, everything was kind of streamlined, right? And, and we it's, it's pretty much the same shot. Yeah. Is, it the same, is it the same for Ringo George? And obviously John only goes up to 1980, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, as, as I get to, to, you know, get to, uh, get more of them and, um, and I like, there's a great website, uh, too, from the, uh, from the A's, the A's for Apple, uh, book, the AppCorp guys, they, they got a, uh, a website out there that has all the Apple related, um, you know, uh, 45s, right. the labels, the picture sleeves. So you can see there, you know, all the different, you know, shots from, from each country. Uh, when you go into eighties, you know, you know, again, I'm not that far yet to, to, to really see, um, you know, if, if they compare, uh, like the Paul ones do, uh, from the eighties, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been interesting. It's been a lot of fun and, um, finding them quick. So, you know, obviously you try to get the cheaper ones first and, uh, then, you know, then, you are, yeah. the, you are the expert eBay bidder and watcher. You know? Oh, it's been a lot of you, fun. You've got it down to a science, man. So. I getting there. You, I, I love mean, how you I'm, do that. You just yeah, I mean, you're I, good at it. Yeah, I mean, I've had a few losses, unfortunately, especially in the auctions. But uh, um, but you know, my strategy uh, works uh, nine times out of ten. So it's uh, hell yeah, you know, it's going that way. So. But yeah, I mean, but it's it's been really cool seeing you know Ringo's different uh, you know 
45s and you know and so on and so on so uh and then the light yeah, just went out on i don't know if it was on the air or you showed it to me off the air you uh single la da from vertical man that's, yeah that's pretty rare man to see a a 45 i guess so yeah OP. There was a, a Liverpool 845 too. Um, yeah, that I had no clue on it, but it was like 67 bucks. That was a little bit more than what I wanted to spend. Yeah. But good, one that good, I really good song though. Yeah. Uh, one that I really do like. This is uh, I believe this was the Mexican uh, EP for uh, Bukuza Blues. Buku Blues. So it's EP. Um, so what yeah. are the tracks on there, brother? Well, you got uh, Bukuza Blues and Love Don't Last Long on one side and then on the other you've got uh coochie coochie which is the b-side which was pretty much the b-side everywhere i believe and, and that's the standard parlophone label right yes that's the parlophone yeah so uh here's a pretty cool uh it don't come easy uh, what kind is that is that uh holland uh, belgium, belgium or belgium. something like that yeah you, you know what, i keep telling you... myself uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, i just said i keep telling myself i'm going to also, you know, put a label of what country they, they come from, and I, I just keep forgetting to do that. You know, um, you know, power to the people for Lennon. You know, I like this one. one. This is from France. Um, this has one of my favorite Yoko songs on there. Open your box is the B side. You know, so um, you know, there's a lot of fun ones out there. I must say, going through the the, the McCartney singles box set like we have, which none yeah. of us are still done with yet, but we're getting there. It's, we're, getting close. we're getting we're getting closer. Although we both passed, we listened to that one too. Um, yes. It's interesting to see that a lot of the really cool covers end up coming from like countries like Belgium and Germany. Yes. And yes, like, France. You know, France. Italians have a lot of cool. Germany, Germany is in particular seems to have like a, a nice, you know, hold on what they do and choice. Oh, no, absolutely. So, um, that's cool. You're kind of taking your 45 collecting into a into another realm which is cool right yeah um, yeah it's been a lot of fun so um, um housekeeping real quick i want to just say a quick yeah. thank you to tom brennan tom brennan just did, today actually when we were recording shared with me we were talking mm -hmm. about the mccartney legacy and he's actually found another difference with that live version of coming up right that's not the same <laughs> right it's missing, the end. it's missing horns the horn. at the end now right. so he then told me that he created a master spreadsheet of all the music and all the songs written in, during the period of 1969 to 73. And he shared it with me. And it's just nice to see documented, like in a table format, how the songs mm -hmm. and what, you know, the dates and everything else like that. Because we talk about it, you see it in the book, you know, chronologically. Paul does a song, come, comes back to it, comes, you know. So you, it's like, obviously, I Lie Around, it comes out. But right. to see it in a spreadsheet like this, to see when it was initially started, when it was revisited, and when it was released is pretty cool. So... Thank you, Tom Brennan, um, for that, sharing that as well. And the little nugget about the, the coming up uh, oddity. Did you yeah. go back and listen to that yet, Tom? Uh, no, not yet. I mean, as we get closer to the point where we're going to record an episode, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely plan on going back and listening to that and then, you know, definitely going through and looking at the labels, mm -hmm. you know, see if, seeing if there's any differences in, in, in the labels and whatnot. So, Rich, go ahead. That brings up another good point. Another shout-out to Beatle Tone. He dropped a new video yeah. about um, the reissue, the, the credits for Once Upon a Long Ago. And right. why is George Martin written not listed on there? Is he Was he the producer or... Is it the strings? So there's kind of another mystery out there. Because um, we've always known that Once Upon a Long Ago was a <clears throat> Bill Ramone produced and right. weird song. Right. So 
Yeah, and we can talk about more. We can talk more about that when we actually do do that video. But it is it is it's very interesting. I mean, I mean, is there? I mean, Paul. You know, we know McCartney can hold some gr hold a grudge. Uh, you know, I don't know if there was any kind of uh, you know fallout between the two. Um, so that would make him want to say, I'll just leave his name off there, or any kind of royalties that would have to be paid uh, to him. Or, or his family or whatnot, because I know he's passed, I think. Yes. Ramon has passed on, right? Yes. So, yeah, all that dynamics, you know, all of that uh, stuff that, uh, that you know, factors into putting this the set together, it, it's really interesting. And, uh, you know, we talked to Luca a little bit about that, but he was more just on the dates. Yes, uh, not so much the know, personnel. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we, exactly. We, uh, we will be doing a show reviewing the box set, uh, you know, properly. We just haven't gotten around to it yet because we're still working our way through, through, through it. Uh, today, Thomas, what are you up to? What what at what period are you up? To? Um, I'm in the. Uh, I just I think I just finished the uh, dance tonight. The dance tonight oh. single. Yeah. Okay, so today's show. Um, you know, as we said before, if you have any suggestions, you know, please send them in two legs, uh, two legs podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to take a suggestion today from, from a friend, like you said, uh, earlier, Annie, that you met at the uh, McCarty legacy launch, uh, Kyle hand. Now he did suggest this, this show to things we said today and they did do it, but they did it with, uh, the Beatle albums. Okay, okay, so we're going to do it with uh, McCartney albums of the 70s, right? So what what this is, it's, uh, he calls it the album game. So what we're going to do is we're going to take one song from one album, and we're going to go in, in chronological order. So we'll take the one song from the McCartney album. What, what song would it fit on Ram? And then go backwards. What song from Ram would fit on McCartney and so on and so on and so on. So... You guys are more than welcome to play along. Please uh, leave the uh, leave your picks in the comment section. So, but uh, it's kind of interesting. Very interesting, different kind of game. It took me a couple of minutes to kind of get my head around it, and then he, Kyle, so nicely sent us an email with even a diagram. I had to do it. Right. I was telling Tom before we started recording today, like as most of us Mac or diehards are, like these albums and their sequencing are like part of like our DNA. They right. Are right. so when you're like, wait a minute. We're gonna pick a song from Band on the Run that might work on Red Rose Speedway. Like it just took me a minute for my brain to compute that because right. it's like we we, we have it memorized <laughs> down track listing order running times. It's like okay, but it's different. It's a different kind of game, and uh, uh, you know I kind of didn't take me too long to figure it out. I Tom did right. last night, so yeah, I did my last night, and you know the one thing here there's only one album that that has one song difference between the u.s and the uk we know that's band on the run if 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 you want to use the u.s uh band on the run or the uk album uh that's up to you but this is how we're going to do um this one it doesn't matter i i mean i just went with the the uk um band on the run andy i don't know if you did the same thing yes or not, but if you feel like you need to put Helen Wheels in in there, if it would have fit on, if you think Helen Wheels would have fit on uh, Red Rose Speedway, or if you think Helen Wheels would have fit on uh, Venus and Mars, that's your decision, and that's great. So, but we're if gonna start here now. Yeah, if that's yeah. the track you picked, it may not be that track. Right, it may not be. So I'll I'll tell you what. Since so I've got the diagram written down here, drawn up here, whatever you want to call. So I'll start off first here. So again, now I'm picking one song from McCartney that I feel 
would go good on Ram. Okay. And I feel that the only the only pick <laughs> for this is uh, maybe I'm amazed. And I think it's that because it, it's so well produced, right? I mean, it's really the only, for me, it, it feels like it's the only well produced song on the, on the album. That's just me. I mean, other people might think differently. Uh, and, and we know Ram is a more polished album than, than the McCartney album is, you're right. So um, that's what I'm going with. Okay, so what are you? What song are you taking from McCartney and putting in? I didn't in think Ram? you would pick that one. I was thinking you'd pick something maybe a little more low cat. You surprised me with that pick. With but <laughs> it makes sense because it's the most, you know, produced song, polished, polished, and it kind of fits in with the Ram being more of a professional polished mm-hmm. album. Um, having said that, that's not the song that I picked for McCartney that I thought mm. would work on Ram. I actually think out of all the songs on McCartney, one the one that I think fits well on Ram is Man, We Was Lonely. Okay. And my pick for that, my reason for that was because Man, We Was Lonely has kind of that rustic feel that some of Ram mm-hmm. has, in my opinion. And I don't think it would have been out of place on side two of Ram, you know, next to okay. the country, or I think it works well with the theme of Ram and what Ram is. That's a song that mm-hmm. I think could have crossed over quite well onto Ram. Okay, I like it. Fair pick. Okay, so now we're on the Ram. Okay, so now what we're going to do is what track from Ram would you think would go good on McCartney? And uh, Andy, we'll start with you this time. Uh, I just said the song a second ago, but I think it works because the, the themes are the same. I'm going to go with Heart of the Country going on mm. McCartney. Um, yeah. A lot of those themes are very universal in, in a lot mm-hmm. of McCartney's music, but especially in those early those early albums, you know, the whole the home domestic life thing, and I think Heart of the Country would have been easily slotted anywhere on McCartney, my opinion. Okay, all right. I went a diff- little a little different route, and I'm glad we're we're coming up with different picks here. Um, I went with uh, with Ram on because of the fact that it's it's just Paul and Linda. Uh, on that track and it kind of fits the the mold where yes your your song would i think fits too but i thought also let's let's try to find the song you know that is just just right. you know mainly paul and then you you know with the little linda backing vocals which you know there is a couple there, there are a few linda backing vocals on mccartney as as we know so all right next up now what song from ram do we think will fit on wildlife and i'll start with that one and for me the only song that doesn't feel like it belongs on ram in my opinion and if and i think it fits on on it would fit on wildlife just because it, it just doesn't sound as polished and that's eat at home when i listen to eat at home i just don't i don't hear you know ram I, I mean, maybe just because it's production, um, the way it sounds, you know, for my ears, it just doesn't sound like, for me, it belongs on Ram. So I'm going to take E at home, and I'm going to put that on Wildlife. Now, how about you? What song from Ram do you think would fit on Wildlife? I think Smile Away could go on hmm. Wildlife. Um, I, I yeah. also agree with Eat at Home, though, too, as a standalone track, a little raunchier Mm-hmm. kind of could more be more of a band song on wildlife right and the fact that they played it as a band with wings lends some credit right. to your your choice because it's more of a it you kind of doesn't have that ram vibe i kind of get that mm-hmm. feeling 
for me, that would my song would be Smile Away. I think it has the same kind of ethos yeah. there. It's kind of a band jam yeah. song that, again, and again, both those songs were played live by Wings. So There you go. There, there you go. So I, I think that the Smile Away would be would not be out of place on Wildlife. Okay, very good. Um, now we're moving on to uh, to Wildlife. Now, what song from Wildlife do you think would fit on Ram? This one was a little tougher. Um, what song do I think? What what song from Wildlife would go on Ram? I had to think about this one a little bit from Wildlife because Ram is such a again, it's such a perfect mm -hmm. album, right? How do you mess up? How do you how do you mess up Ram? But I think the I, and this is going to be an unpopular choice, but I think actually Mumbo could fit. Really? Yeah. Mm. I think the the spontaneity of Mumbo and the jam that it is would not be out of place somewhere early inside one of Ram. Mm -hmm. Maybe not opening it, but the, just I, I kind of think it has that smile away type jamming vibe. And for me, right. I was just thinking about well, what else. I mean, there's some other, obviously, you could go with Some People Never Know, which, you know, I know is a favorite of yours, but you've already got Long-Haired Lady, you know, so right. you don't want to oversaturate the album with two long ballads, right? So I think the spunkiness of Mumbo works on mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, I like that pick. Um, you know, I had thought about, you know, because it's Paul and Linda's Ram, right? Uh, I thought maybe, you know, like one of the duets that's on Wildlife. But then I also thought, you know, this track that I did pick is, is the more polished of all of them, and that's Tomorrow. Uh, I, I think it does have, you know, especially the backing vocals, I think that would fit, you know, nicely on Ram. And, again, I, I just think that's it, – it's kind of almost like – it's the sore thumb in a way because it's it's so clean and polished and, it's, it's, and the rest of the album is kind of not kind of rough you know, a little bit rough around the edges maybe uh, but that's just me um but yeah i, I think tomorrow would would go good on choice. Ram, but, very yeah. good choice imagine if tomorrow was on ram it would make a great album even better <laughs> because oh, i think tomorrow cool. gets lost in the dust you know and we know now it was the single that never was Right. Um, and when I say it stands, stands out like a sore thumb, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm no. just trying to describe it, you know, funky way that only I can. Um, okay, so now Wildlife. Now now we're talking about what song from Wildlife do we think would fit on uh, Red Rose Speedway, okay? And this one might be one of the hardest ones uh, for me um, to pick. I ended up going with a dear friend um to go on red rose speedway and um and maybe it's just because we we know that it was supposed to be more of a you know a wings band album but it ended up being more of a you know showcasing paul's talents and i think this is a showcase for for paul and i think this would have gone uh good on red rose speedway uh now you know what do you re remove that's a completely different show right <laughs> but we're just talking to, yeah you know yeah maybe but then we're just thinking about what song do we think could go on the next album and, and for me uh dear friend i think could go on red rose speedway now what say you a song that you just mentioned, uh, Tomorrow. Ooh. I would put Tomorrow on, I would put tomorrow on Red Rose Speedway. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely see that as well. Yeah, I think Tomorrow would, would fit nicely, nice little three-minute power ballad, pop ballad, in that, you know, kind of, uh, you know, Lady Madonna style of kind of a two-and-a-half, three-minute song. 
would not be out of place, in my opinion, on Red Rose Speedway if tomorrow was on there. Yeah. Okay, uh, now we're jumping to Red Rose Speedway. Now, what song from Red Rose Speedway do you think would fit on Wildlife? Mm, this ahead. was this was a tough one for me to think about because I I, I wouldn't want to take any the, the, some of the major songs off of Red Rose Speedway for that. So, out of the nine tracks, not counting Loop, I, what I would what I put what I put on uh, Wildlife, I would take Single Pigeon and I would throw Single Pigeon. Really? I'd throw Single mm. Pigeon on Wildlife. I would. Interesting. I kind of picked, uh, well, I, I didn't kind of, I did pick, um, you know, Big Barn Bed. I thought that was kind of like almost the roughest, more garage band type feel because that's what I kind of get the feeling that I get with uh, when I listen to wildlife. A lot of, you know, a lot of wildlife, I think I get like kind of like a garage band type um, thing. Um, so for big, for me, big barn Ben, I think, uh, big barn bed kind of has that feel and I think it kind of, you know, fits. you know, we should try also try to do that, you know, you know, make a, you know, take what we think, yeah, make a playlist that, you know, take what out, take one out. And then the song that we took out and then put, you know, what we think would go in, you know, just see how it changes the whole feel and whatnot, you know, I think it would change it quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, Sticking with Red Rose Speedway, now what song do we think from Red Rose Speedway would go or would fit into um, Band on the Run? Okay. Now for me, um, I, I I picked because I mean with the, with the, with Band on the Run you can go either way. I mean you you've got the you know the poppy ballads, you know the slower you know some instrumental stuff and some rock stuff, and I kind of went with uh, Get on the Right Thing. Uh, I kind of feel like that would that would go. Uh, I think that would have fit nicely in in with uh, band on the run myself. Just where just would you have sequenced it? I always try to think about where you where would you sequence yeah. the song? Yeah, maybe uh, be uh, you know side two. Uh, I think I think side one is is because that's I mean again you know that's where Helen Wheels Helen Wheels went right is on 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 the, on the B side. Um, so you know there's I think there's just probably more room than on that side for for you to fit. Yeah, uh, that, that song on there. So, um, but yeah, I I think it would have flowed nicely uh, somewhere, and I think it would, you know, if you're gonna complain about Band on Run, I think I I would complain about the side two over 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 the first side. Sure. You know. Sure. Yeah. You know, so, but uh, okay for you, what song from Red Rose Speedway do you think would fit on Band on the Run? Another difficult choice because these albums, all these albums, are so great, but some of them were easier to swap out than others, and this one was a tough one. But I thought the, I'm trying to think thematically, moods. You know, what's the what's the mood of the music on here? I went with um, putting Little Lamb Dragonfly on Band on the Run. Oh, interesting. And I was gonna I would have slotted it kind of where it is up on Red Rose Speedway. It closes side one. I would do the same mm -hmm. thing. I would have it close side one of Band on the Run. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and um, because it's it's a it's a big it's a big piece. It's it's mm -hmm. uh, cinematic. It tells a story. It's long. It's a long ballad. Um, I I think it would work within the band on the run concept. I mean, a little, I think you know if, if any of the songs do, I think that one might have because it's just a little okay. different. Um, but that mm -hmm. was the one I took from uh, Red Rose. What would go on Band on the Run? Okay. Now we are switching to Band on the Run. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what song do you think from Band on the Run would fit on Red Rose Speedway? Tough one. I went with um, No Words. 
I, mm. took, I took no words, and I think no words, because obviously it's the Denny co-write. It's the first time Denny got a, a co-writing song, uh, you know, on, on an album. And I think no words, especially now that we know when it was written. I think because it, it goes back to that period, or maybe a little, maybe slightly after. I don't. Th I think no words. Uh, say instead of loop, would would mm -hmm. be awesome. All right. What'd you okay. Like, what you got? I I went with uh, Bluebird on Red Rose Speedway. I you know because you know Red Rose Speedway is, is again like a lot of Paul out well almost all Paul albums. It, it's you know it varies in genres, um, and. Uh, and I, I think the bluebird would would fit out that that perspective um and you know maybe put it on on side on side two because two. because i love the first side so much but uh, but then again you know what do you take out of there but but I, I i like that feel because you know mixing it in with maybe like a uh you know a single pigeon then with the loop and then you know with you know, maybe the, the medley, you know, I, I think it, you know, it might give it a different feel. Um, but I mean, no different than, than, than what it is now, you know, um, I just like the, you know, all the, all the different music that you hear on, on, um, Red Rose Speedway. So I thought maybe Bluebird can kind of, you know, have that same feel. Good, you know? good choice. Yeah. All right. Um, now, Venus what song for Band on the Run do you think would fit on Venus and Mars? I think 1985 works well on mm. Venus and Mars because of, uh, again, thematic. Venus and Mars is a thematic album, and you could find some place on Venus and Mars to throw 1985. Not, and I would cut, obviously, the Band on the Run coda, which you hear at the end of it, which right. links links the album. I'm saying cut that, and then throw that on there somewhere towards the end of, of Venus and Mars, you know, somewhere I would, I would throw it in there because it's such mm -hmm. an epic track. And, um, you know, that could have been, that could have been a, 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 a the song from a movie, 1985. Yeah. It's, it's that. Feeling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it would have been out of place on Venus and Mars personally. How about you? Yeah. Um, you know, Venus and Mars is such a, you know, guitar, you know, driven record for me that I ended up going with uh, let me roll it uh on there yeah. you know obviously you know they did a great job with it you know on on the rock show um but i i just can see you know obviously we have seen jimmy do it right but i just that has a jimmy feel to to it uh, for me so even that's though i've always choice. said yeah you know i've always felt like it's missing an actual guitar solo on there you know that probably jimmy probably could have you know you know, lend his talents to, but, uh, but yeah, let me roll it. I, I, I've always felt would, uh, would go nicely onto a Venus. Well, the Mars. only thing they really added to that live, any different than the studio was the ending bit. That was the only deviation that you got on that, but I could see that, that choice going on there between like, where you swap out medicine jar and throw that in or something. Mm -hmm. That's a very good pick. Yeah. All right. Venus and Mars. Now, what song from Venus and Mars do you feel would go on Band on the Run? Uh, and I'll go first this you go, time. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, I'll go first. And then, you know, uh, it's, it's I, you know, when I think of Band on the Run, I, I, I think of fun songs. I think of, you know, story songs, right? Uh, so I'm going with uh, Magneto Entertainment Man uh, for that. Um, I like the story. I've always, you know, loved the song. It's fun. Uh, it's got a fun story to it and uh, kind of a band on the run feel, in my opinion. 
Very good. Very good. Um, I could see How about you? That, that tells a story. I'm going to go with uh, Letting Go. No? Okay. I, I, I yeah. would put Letting Go. Uh, I got a lot of these songs. It's weird that you just made that point. Like the later version of Wings ended up doing these songs live. So it kind of gives you, yes. a, 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 if, if they were on these songs, what would it sound like? But if, they, if those guys were part of Jimmy and, and, and uh, Joe English were part of those. So it kind of gives you the idea of what it sounds like, obviously live. But I think Letting Go on Band on the Run um, would be, would be again, maybe ending side one, swapping out Let Me Roll It and throw Letting Go on there would be cool. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So now, what song from Venus and Mars do you think would go on Speed of Sound? That one was pretty easy for me. I because Band on the I'm sorry, his Speed of Sound is such a democratic album, as we know, and everybody took turns mm -hmm. with vocals, and Paul was pretty democratic with that album. I would actually take a Paul song. I would take Call Me Back Again, and mm. that's what I would I would take Call Me Back Again, and I would put that on Speed of Sound. Hmm. Okay. Uh, when I think Speed of Sound, I think it's kind of more of a poppy record, right? I mean, it's not really, I mean, yeah, you have Beware My Love on there, but I mean, the rest, it's not as, you know, you know, guitar heavy, heavy as, as, like Venus and Mars or even Band on the Run. So I went more poppy and I went to uh, listen to what the man said for, for Speed of Sound. Uh, there's just so many. More of a poppy you know, approach. More of a poppy feel, yeah, approach to it. Um, you know, following suit with, you know, Let Him In, Silly Love Songs, even, you know, She's My Baby. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I, I went that route. Um, okay, now jumping to Speed of Sound. Speed of Sound. All right, so. What song from Speed of Sound do you think would fit on Venus and Mars, Andy? Funny, talking about this kind of heavier, lighter album approach, I think actually one of the heavier songs on Speed of Sound, especially live, is Time to Hide. Mm -hmm. I think Time to Hide would have been fine on Venus and Mars. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, think... I didn't think you were going to pick that at all. No? <laughs> No, no. I thought this. I thought this would be the the uh, one of the few picks that we would actually agree on. See, again, with you know Venus and Mars being so guitar heavy, I went with uh, Beware My Love um, to to go on to Venus go and on Mars. There, yeah. yeah, either yeah, or, so. Time to Hide or Beware My Love. I, they both are heavier songs, and I think that for the poppier, lighter album that Speed of Sound is, you take right. Time to Hide or Beware My Love, and you drop it on. Venus and Mars. I don't think mm -hmm. if, if anything, you, you elbow Spirits of Ancient Egypt and Medicine Jar and you've got even a stronger mm -hmm. album. Mm. Okay. Now, Speed of Sound, what song do you think would fit London Town? You or me? Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, again, we know how, we know the feel of London Town, you're right, very folky, with, with some with some keyboard stuff. I'm hoping we uh, match up the... on at least one song. <laughs> I'm going with Sam Ferry Ann. And there it is. Uh, there it is. <laughs> uh, I think Sam Ferry Ann would, would fit nicely on, somewhere on, on, on London Town. I mean, yeah, it's, it's got the horns in there throughout the song, but it's still, I think you still got that acoustic, uh, you know, feel in there. And um, that would be my pick. Thousand percent agree with that. That's the reason why I chose it. It was light enough. Mm. I hear San Ferian. The first word that comes to my mind is breezy. It's a breezy mm -hmm. song, and that mm. fits the, the the mood of London Town perfectly. So you throw San Ferian on London Town, and your little idyllic beach, you know, kind of canoe boating song motif is right. complete with that. 
Yeah. That would have gone good for the uh, the London Town Sessions, right? Get on a boat and uh, record that one. Yes, indeed. All right. Now we are jumping to London Town. Now, uh, what song from London Town do you think would have fit on Speed of Sound there, Andy? Well, continuing with the kind of lighter affair, for the most part, of what Speed of Sound is, I'm going to take uh, the softer track from London Town, Girlfriend, and I'm going to put that Ooh. on Speed of Sound. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I had thought about that, but uh, then I, I, I changed my mind and I went with uh, Cafe on the Left Bank. I think that, again, that's kind of got um, you know a poppy, and there goes the light again. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, poppy feel with a little, you know, with some Jimmy guitar mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I also tried to consider the 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 lineups. You know, while while doing this exercise as well. To, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, cafe on the left bank for me. I think, um, you know. Could have been a good show. Yeah, that would have been. I could see that being. Again, that's such a quick, rockier number that could fall. Again, it's a that's an early album. No matter where you put it on speed of sound, maybe Mm. maybe it's the third track or fourth track. You know, because obviously it works well where it was sequenced. Track you replace "Cook of the House" with, you know. (laughs) Yes, thousand percent. Anyways, um, all right. Now we're jumping to London Town, right? Yep. Um, or are we on London Town? No. No, we're on. No, we're, London, on we're on. Yeah. London so, Town now. Yep. Right. Um, so now, what song from London Town do you think would um, go on back to the egg? Now, this one was a, another one that was kind of tough in a way because uh, you know the rockers that are on London Town, I don't think have the same feel at all with Back oh. to the Egg. So I kind of then went kind of more ballady. Uh, because the you know you do have some ballady stuff on on uh, back to the egg and I went with on carrying um, you know I could easily see Juber you know do the uh, do that uh, you know the acoustic um, or even Paul you know doing that on on the uh, back to the egg album um, and and that was my pick would would you put I'm carrying kind of in that we're open tonight area of the album or would you be would yeah it be probably movie. Uh, well, no, I mean, listen, well, side one, you got, you know, so, so many different things going on. It's more of the heavier side, isn't it? Of, of the album, side except one. for maybe again, uh, yeah, except for again and again and again, um, you know, maybe you could throw that in there to kind of like break it up a little break bit. Uh, yeah, but I don't, I'm not one to say like, you know, cause you know, Rod Stewart used to have this thing to where on, you know, he would have, you know, heavy side on, you would see it on the label, heavy side and then a B side, it would be, you know, slow side or ballad side. You know what I'm but, saying? So I, which I, is kind of I never, what Paul, kind of what Paul wanted to do with wildlife. You know, if you have, as we read the book, one side was the, right. was the rockier side for parties. And then the other, the other side was for, you know, hanging out with your girlfriend side too. Same kind of thing. <laughs> Some kind of thing, but um, but Rod, yeah, Rod, Rod kind of uh, took that a little, little too a bit, bit too extreme. I kind of like uh, the breakup, you know, of a couple heavy songs, and then we go into, you know, we'll break it up with a, with, you know, with a slower track or a poppy track, you know. So yeah, for me, I'm carrying. I think would 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 go on back to the egg. And what say you? I'm gonna take. I'm being so the back to the egg is the heavier album for me. This was a little easier because there's so few rockers on London Town. Mm-hmm. I took. Uh, I've had enough, and I would. I would throw. Mm-hmm. I've had enough on back to the egg. Um, mm. I don't know what I would replace with it, but I think again thematically it, it works. And in London Town, you know, 
because it's such a softer album, you, you take that one and throw it on Back to the Egg, and again, right. the Back to the Egg up, the Back to the Egg lineup played. I've had enough mm -hmm. in '79 mm -hmm. on that That's on that true. tour. Right. So, and who was in the video? You know that exactly. last lineup. <laughs> That's right, that last lineup. So that that kind of yeah. there's there's a method to our some of our choices here, folks. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Totally get it. Um, but feel of the album. I mean, I see, I mean, obviously, you know, if you can go that route because of the fact, you know, you look at the videos, the, you know, uh, you, you, you've got, uh, you know, Juber and you've got, um, Holly in there who didn't play on the song, but they're in the video. So, and then they're on back to the egg. So I, I get that. I get that, you know, that mindset for that. But, um, again, I've never felt, you know, I've had enough was was like you know too raw too was, strong was, of a rocker you mean yeah. like light, light, yeah light, no light, not light. too strong it's I just don't think it's it's more polished than say some of the other you know rockers on, on back to the egg but um fair enough okay then going to our last our last album back to the egg now what song from back to the egg would you think would go on London Town and for me. Again, you know, you've you've got the the the, the folky side to it, and then you got the kind of like synth, synth side to it. Um, so I'm going to take uh, Arrow Through Me and put it on, and put it on London Town. Almost, and, almost picked know. that one. Good choice. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It works because yeah, I, I think it works. Arrow yeah. Through Me on London Town. Again, you wouldn't be able to tell. You know, wouldn't sound out of place on London Town. Anywhere, no, the synthy, no. the synthiness of it, the you know, which London town, obviously, right, right. London town, and with a little with, luck. with the luck, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think there's even some synth work on Morris Moose and the Grey Goose, so mm -hmm. but anyway, mm -hmm. um, good choice. I, I, I almost picked the same one as you on that one, but I went with a little <laughs> softer approach and I went with the medley of Winter Rose and Love Awake, and ah, I would have put okay. it on probably, probably side two of London. Mm. That would have been my okay. Story. That's where I would have swapped that out and put that in there, because you've got okay. you've got after the ball and million my million, million miles and after the ball and then those two medleys. You could break them up and if one of them went on London Town, maybe 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 it changes some opinions on that album. Maybe it doesn't, you know. But I, I think it would have been cool. I don't know. I don't know what I would have cut out in place of that. Um, because I, I love the how I love how the album ends with Morris Moose, you know. But obviously, because mm -hmm. London Town already is a long running LP for 1978. You know, that album is over. It's about 50 minutes long, so that's that's a right. long album. Then. It is. So something would have to get cut if you're gonna put if you're gonna put a track like Arrow Through Me or even uh, Winter Rose Love Awake on there. Which one? The, maybe I cut. Uh, I've had enough. Or you know, uh, mm. name name and address. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. So this was this was a fun one. So thank you, uh, Kyle, uh, for this suggestion, and uh, we can easily do a part two uh for this and maybe even a part three um you know so we'll uh consider that and again you know we do take suggestions for for show ideas if you do want to reach out to us again uh, two legs podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll definitely consider your your suggestions so um speaking of of shows you know, for the future, you know, we do have some stuff coming up. We do, um, like Andy said earlier, we are going to, uh, re you know, review the seven inch single, uh, box sets. 
Um, we are going to be doing an album regarding uh, uh, the missing single from the 80s, which uh, I'm really looking forward to doing with that. And we're also going to, in kind of like the same ideas with the, the, the Paul and John relationship show, we're also going to be doing one with uh with uh with yoko which i'm, I'm sure will be pretty controversial and uh i'm like you know bring all the comments that you want just as long as they're respectful um you know i have uh i i really don't care what your thoughts on yoko are again if they're mean-spirited um i just want you to know they will be deleted um ahead of time just just Putting it out there. If you got nothing nice to say, um, or I should say, you if you got some hate that you have in your heart for Yoko, just take it somewhere else because it's not going to be welcome here. And I understand. We both understand that she's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, we get that, right, Andy? Um, yeah. It's, it took me a while to appreciate uh, Yoko Ono, and the more I learn of her, the more I appreciate her. Uh, listen, I'm not the biggest fan, but I think there's no there's no space or place for any kind of vitriol or comments like that on a podcast about her. About so you know, it's my but you know I'm not I'm not the biggest fan, but I also I know the history and I respect the history and mm-hmm. appreciate it. And we know it we know the dynamics of the relationship between Paul and Yoko pretty well. And you know we're gonna have uh, you know we're gonna have Madeline on eventually. Yeah, Madeline Baccaro on there for for that yeah. for that uh, for that show, and uh, she's written a wonderful book uh, about Yoko, uh, uh, the Infinite Universe of Yoko Ono, and uh, look forward um, to that show. And and that's just a few things we've got. Like I think we told you guys uh, last week uh, that we've got we got you know our our shows lined up until april we do <laughs> we, have our, we have our other off kind of crossover offshoot show thing that we're going to do which yeah can yeah we tell everybody about that yet or not i can't remember uh no go ahead so um something else that tom and i are going to do for 2023 and i, I want to feel like i want to say we touched on this on a show mm. but maybe we didn't and if we did sorry but we'll just not we'll tell everybody again in case they missed it we're going to do a little bit of a crossover show between uh, a couple different podcasters out there in the Beatles community. And we're going to do an offshoot show slash series called Stuck Inside These Four Walls. And that's going to be with Tom and myself and Joe, me and Mr. Mayo uh, on YouTube. And uh, our newer friend, new friend that we've made in the last year who joined our community as well, Beatley Tone. As you know, Beatley Tone is a YouTube channel. And he's been a great, great asset to our uh kind of YouTube Beatles community. And mm-hmm. we're going to get together and just talk, you know, very put together. Tom kind of came up with the whole idea for a show and the and the topic, too, and the and the, uh, the, the the title for the show, which I think is great. So we're in the planning stages now of kind of getting that together. And, you know, again, what's the format going to be again, Tom? It's, you know, four hosts bringing up four topics for for each, each other. Now, um, the other thing I did, too, that I want to try to incorporate is, is from time to time or even – uh, every week, you know, get a fan topic in there as well. So again, you know, if there's a topic you think we can, uh, you can suggest that you think might be good for a quick, uh, hour long show, because these are going to be fast, fast, uh, you yeah. know, question. I mean, we're not spending a lot of time on, on these topics. There's going to be, you know, I'm going to split out a, a topic and the other three, we've, they've got a certain amount of time uh, to, to talk about their feelings on, on said topic. And then we move on to the next uh, host. So, um, you know, again, we're going to be getting together and kind of getting all on the same page about this, but I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing what we can do with this. Yeah, almost like a like a rapid fire thing, Tom. Right. Yes, rapid fire. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 
So that'll be coming probably that. in the next coming weeks. So again, we've got we've got a lot of new content out there coming, coming uh, you know in 2023. Mm-hmm. And uh, even if the McCartney camp is uh, quiet for a while, you know there's always enough to for us to talk about and new show ideas to kick, you know to kick on. You know, and uh, again Q and A type stuff. If you ever want to yep. email us questions, that we'll do. We'll, we've done a Q and A show before. We could do another one too mm-hmm. at some point as well. So, oh, absolutely. There so there's never, there's never going to be any sort of shortage, you know, of ideas. Not at all. So, um, yeah. So we've got the stuff with the, you know, the, the George, the Paul and George series. That's Tom talking yes. about. Coming with, yeah, yeah. Owen, Owen Ling will be back on the show. Yeah. Uh, that'll be coming up. I'm sure we'll do another uh, 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 a year in review spotlight. You know, with Chip and and Mark. And. Uh, <laughs> It's never gonna on and on it goes. On and on, yep. On and on, yep. So, uh, so that's gonna do it for for this episode. So, yeah, a really quick episode. Thank you, Kyle Hand, for the suggestion. Uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on um, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Two Legs Podcast. Uh, the the YouTube channel where where hopefully you're watching this at uh, Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast. Uh, if you're listening to us on the on the, uh, the all the audio formats, thank you very much. But but why don't you come on over, check us out on the on the YouTube uh, channel. You know, I this, sorry about this. This mic sounds a little muffled. I'm I'm still working on getting it a new. Sounds fine. Getting, yes, yes, but uh, you know, um, uh, oh man, the last six years I've been you know headsets have just been you know. I just haven't had the best luck with them. Um, so, so there's that. Uh, emails two legs podcast at gmail.com. Andy, my friend, uh, it's good seeing you. And um, I'm, I'm hoping your season ends next week, oh. so we can. Uh... <laughs> I, I will have I will have some new update for Andy's music vault. I do want to get this in real oh, quick. Oh, great! Please. Um, at probably by the time, well, not when this goes up, but probably by the end of the month. I will be doing an unboxing on my own channel because I've got the next installment of the Dylan bootleg series, which is um, uh, called Fragments, which is the time out of mind. Um, okay. Next, it's from 1997. It's that. And I I got the 10 LP um, oh, wow. directly from oh. Dylan's website. And, oh, big money. Not really. Not, not really. Big not, spender. Not compared to, not compared to uh, 80 singles. <laughs> let, me, let me let me just give me some math, okay? Okay, please. Dylan's website, I think it was two hundred and sixty dollars for this ten, mm. you know, ten LP set. Now, right. That's now it we think about. Good. It didn't come in a wooden crate, though, did it? No, it did not. No, okay. not compared to that, but compare that to what Revolver on vinyl cost. The Revolver mm. vinyl box that just came out in October of twenty twenty two. That was over two that was over two hundred dollars that was for four lps and a 40 you got the record four lps the mono the remix and the two bonus tracks and a 45 and a book and that was two hundred dollars and some change right now you're getting 10 lps in a dylan box for 260 dollars that's pretty good value that's it is and it's really interesting you know why some camps you know will charge the moon you know i.e. George Harrison camp, and then some camps can be more affordable, you know, like you said, like with this Dylan, um, you know, set, you know, tell, 10, 10 LPs, right, for what, 260 or something 260. like that? Yeah. 260, and right, was from, right, it was, it was initially only available on his website, I think there was 3,000 mm-hmm. made, and then, then it was available on Amazon, but it sold out, 
And that is coming at the end of the month, so I will do I will be doing an unboxing of that on Andy's Music Vault, the other leg, which will be the, some new fresh content on that channel for the first time in a while. So that's right. out on the twenty seventh. So stay tuned for that. Excellent. I look forward to that. And uh, you know, I know a lot of people will say uh, corporate greed <laughs> to that answer that I just proposed. But uh, you know, whatever. Capitalism uh, at its funness once again. So, um, but uh, everybody out there, thank you again so much for, for, for being here and watching or, and or listening, however you do it. It's fine with us. It's fine, <laughs> we love it. You know, yeah. and, and, and hopefully Tom does not get his wish, you know, because my team is playing tonight because when this drops <laughs> on the 24th, no. Oh, so they're playing on the Saturday. They're yes. playing the Saturday. That game is going to be okay. on tonight because we'll say it tonight when it drops. That game will yeah. be on tonight at 8.15. Mm -hmm. So, go G. <laughs> and, but they've already lost. Uh, they, they, they lost both games to Philly earlier this season, they've right? Lost, they've lost nine in a row to that freaking team. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's go. 10, right? Here you go. Here's the 10. Yeah, 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 here you go. Here, I got you 10, right? Yeah, it's for the Wings fans. It's for the Wings fans. <laughs> oh, anyways. Oh, football can't end soon enough. But anyways. Uh... <laughs> okay, everybody out there, as always, have a great day and a beautiful night. We love you. Take care. Tom Hanyadi and Andy Nichols, with musical contributions by Dylan.